We're glad you've joined us today on the Christian Ministries Church podcast. We believe you'll hear a message that will minister to you and encourage you in your walk with Christ. Let's listen now to the message. You can't read the Bible and ignore the political realm of how to govern. Four books in the Bible, 1st and 2nd Kings, 1st and 2nd Chronicles, are all about the reign of government leaders and the culture that they created. The Bible is packed with how a nation operates, and it's packed with information on cultures. God is on every page of the Bible showing us the culture that he blesses and showing us the culture that he curses. And, and in this day and time, we all want to talk about heaven, and we just have lost those sermons of hell. And, oh, God's going to bless you, God's going to bless you, but you need to know there is a lifestyle that he curses. And that's hard to say today. That's hard to bring up today. And we move away from God's plan, God's will, God's purpose. It's disastrous every single time. And we only have about 6,000 years of human history to study and prove that. It happens only every time. If you come to me and your personal life is in shambles, I go to the Bible and I show you the cause and the answer. If you come to me and your family life is in shambles, I go to the Bible and I show you the cause and the answer. If you're a pastor and you come to me and your church is in shambles, I go to the Bible and I show you the cause and the answer. The Bible is the final word holding the answer to all of life's problems. So when we see a nation in shambles, we go to the Bible and it shows us the cause and the answer. I want to welcome you to Christian Ministries Church Culture Conference. I can't begin to tell you how excited we all are just about this conference. I'm excited about the title of this conference. I'm excited about the reason for this conference, the purpose of this conference. This is, this is the answer for today. Every question facing us today has two answers. There's only two. God's and everybody else's. Now, those, that's the only two, God's and everybody else's. And when those two differ, everybody else is wrong. And you have to enter life with that understanding. Jesus taught us to pray, and he said, your kingdom come, help me out, your will be done. Where? How? Who's going to do that? Okay, that, he, here's your prayer. This is, I mean, you're praying what you're supposed to be praying. This is what I was, your, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, that sounds really good, and we're all in a spiritual time, and oh, so let's have the Lord's Prayer. Somebody get up and say that. Okay, well, it's time. Who's going to do that? Who's going to bring his will on earth just like it is in heaven? That's us. That's the church. Welcome to Christian Ministries Church Culture Conference. It is the church's job to create the culture, then direct that culture to a place where God blesses. That's it for us. That's our assignment. This may be the most important conference that you've ever been a part of in your whole life. Creating a culture for you and your family that is a lifestyle that you live that God's blessings can be loosed in your life. Here's the problem. 
with the 24-hour-a-day news channels that we just recently have in the course of history, this is recent, they're watched by Christians, and the focus is on the national news and the world news, overwhelming Christians with, there's nothing I can do. We're overwhelmed watching all that's going on in Washington, all that's going on across our nation, all that's going on in the capital of our states, and we're overwhelmed. And there's nothing that, what can I do about that, putting us in a place to do nothing about anything. Before the news channels, all you knew about was Hurley, Clever, Republic, (laughs) Crane, Marionville, and And you just seldom got in a horse-drawn wagon and went very far out of Marionville and Crane and Republic. That was where you were. But we live with the national news. And Tim, what can I, what can our little church out here in the middle of nowhere in this, what can we do about today? Well, first of all, you're not called to do anything about any of that. Your job the Southwest Missouri area spearheaded by Christian Ministries Church and your family. That's where you're called. That's where you're assigned. Now, you get mad and frustrated with Ashley. I'm going to quit. Whether you like him or not or whether he offends you or not, you're here. You're called to be in this church. Whether you want to do this or want to do that or want to go here, you're called to this church because here is the spearhead for the area that you're assigned to. See, we forget Nehemiah's assignment, build the wall next to your house. You know, oh, it's too overwhelming. We can't build this wall. You just take care of the wall right out your back door. And you handle that. Your family, your kids, living godly, living pleasing to the Lord, and you influencing those neighbors on either side of you, that's what you're called to do. This, this church is called to create a culture that God can bless. Then, when every church in America has a culture conference and takes up the mantle to make disciples, teaching them to obey all that he commanded, then every community that has a church in it changes the culture of that area, creating a nation that God can bless. I can't tell you how excited Terry and I, my wife, and I are so excited about being here. And, and she looked at me. We were having our coffee here a couple of weeks ago. And, and she just looked over at me and she said, this is probably the most important thing we've ever done. That's what we feel about this conference. That's what we feel about the title of this conference. This is what's got to be addressed. This is real wordy. So try the best to pay attention to this. I'm going to read it and I don't read very well. But Noah Webster said, In the lapse of two or three centuries, changes have taken place which obscure the sense of the original languages. And the effect of these changes is that some words are now used in a sense different from that which they had and thus present a wrong signification or false idea. Okay, everybody back engaged. Pay attention. I'm not done. Whenever words are understood in a sense different from that which they had when introduced, mistakes may be very injurious. 
when we, when we can, the, the original meaning of these words, when we confuse that, the mistakes down the road may be very injurious. When I say we're in a culture crisis, well, what makes this a crisis? Tim, some people are having time of their life. Why do, why do you say it's a cultural crisis? It's a lifestyle that God says he won't bless, he will curse. That's a crisis in my book. Well, that, that's a crisis. That's what makes us in a crisis time. Because, as Noah Webster said, whenever words are understood in a sense different from that which they had when introduced, mistakes may be very injurious. It's exactly where we are. And I want to open this conference with two words. Write these down. The word rule and the word law. Rule and law. We've confused and we've changed the meaning, and the mistakes are very injurious. I want to dive into what this culture conference is all about with an understanding of these two words. They're now used interchangeably, and as Noel Webster said, the, the mistake of that will be very injurious. Two very, very different words, two very different meanings. The dictionary Webster gives the definition of the word rule, a set of regulations, customs, the customary course, a set, an established guide, rule. To do anything corporately, to do anything with any group, there has to be rules. Imagine a ball game where the kicker kicks the football, it goes down and the guy gets it and takes off up in the stands and down the parking lot and running around out in the cars out here. You, you, you don't have that's non-functional, you don't have a game. Imagine kids playing hide-and-go-seek. Okay, well, that's base. Well, you can't go over there. Let's get out in the backyard and play football. What's the very first? Okay, that tree, the bumper of that car, that bush over there. We can't even begin until we set some boundaries and perimeters for this to operate in. Driving your car, running a business. For all of us, there has to be rules. Write this down. Rules are man-made. That bush, that tree over there, that's out of bounds. This sidewalk over here, that's out of bounds. See, we just made that. It wasn't out of bounds until we said it was out of bounds. Football has rules. Now, each year, our players have gotten bigger, faster, and stronger. So pretty much every year or two, we change the rules to protect the players, to make the game enjoyable to watch. Uh, we rodeo in our family. We rodeo, and every year I get a new rule book. And they've changed this and updated that and moved that around. For years, you played basketball. Players got bigger and taller. Now you got a seven-foot guy with four-foot arms. Okay, we got to have a three-second rule in the key, or there won't ever be a point scored. We just put these two at either end, and he puts his hand up, and the game's over. Okay, so now we, there's three seconds. You can't that what that wasn't from the beginning, but because of a new and the way things are, we changed the rules. We didn't need goaltending rule when players were five two. Now that players are seven two, we have to have a rule. You can't goaltend. Understand something about rules. They can be broken. And gotten away with if you're not caught. See, a basketball player can't stand in the key more than three seconds. But there is no penalty if he's not caught by the referee. Wow. 
You need to understand that. Football players, pass interference, holding, offsides, and we watch that happen every other play, but the ref turned his back, didn't see it. He didn't get caught, so there is no penalty. Rules are man-made. They're man-defined. They're man-enforced, and man can change rules. Next word. Some of you who are sharp are seeing where this is going. Others of you could care less and are wondering how much longer I'm going to talk. Next word, law. The dictionary says, a sequence of natural events occurring with unvarying uniformity. The dictionary gives the number two definition. The mosaic law and the part of the Bible containing it. That's your definition of law. In our world, man makes rules. Man decides rules. Man changes rules. Laws are very different. According to Webster's Dictionary, the Bible is not man-made rules. It's law. It's the Mosaic Code is the definition in the dictionary of the word law. God gave law. Not ten suggestions, ten commandments. Not ten rules, ten commandments. A committee, a city council, a congress does not give law. They make rules. And we have interchanged the meaning. And this is going to be very injurious. Very injurious. Let's look at this. Rule. Before man said don't stand in the basketball court. Offensive end in the key for three seconds. It didn't matter how long you stood there. In 1687, Isaac Newton published what is still considered the most influential book in the history of science, a book describing universal gravitation and the three laws of motion. Isaac Newton did not give us the rule of gravity. He did not give us the rule of motion. He simply described what was already there, the law of gravity. It's a natural event with unvarying uniformity. Now you got to see this. Before Newton defined the law of gravity, you still better not jump out of a tree head first. Before we said a rule you can't stand in the key for three seconds, you can stand in three seconds all day. But when the rule was passed, you can't. Gravity's not like that. It's the law of gravity. Whether Isaac Newton or whether the referee or whether anybody says or doesn't say, you better not jump out of the tree. The next thing to see about rule and law is there's no consequences for breaking a rule if you're not caught. It's not law, it's rule. On the way up here, I was rolling. I had that camper, I had that truck, and I'm rolling. Speed limit was 65, I was probably at 75. And I look up, and I'm, it's not a town, it's not a city. I'm not sure what it is. There's no stoplight. All of a sudden, it's 35 miles an hour between here and Hot Springs. Y'all driven. It's 35 miles an hour. And I look at Terry, and I said, I better get this thing under control, or we'll go to prison for life right here. Nobody caught me. I wasn't caught, and so there's no punishment for it. I didn't break law, I broke rule. Law is very different. You jump out of a tree and break the law of gravity, and it don't matter if the referee sees you or not. 
It doesn't matter what the Supreme Court voted or what it didn't vote. It don't matter whether you got this governor or that governor. God's law of grace. Oh, this is going to be really good when I finally get into this. We're just still warming the crowd up, see? Kind of an icebreaker. You're trying to see if you like me. For a speaker standpoint, what you need to know is I'm trying to see if I like you. So this is just, and I'm not there yet, so we're just working our way through this. God's law of gravity doesn't have anything to do with the times, the culture. It don't have anything to do with popular opinion. Oh, come on, Tim. Really, the law of gravity? Really? See, no liberal college professor better teach the law of gravity is relative. And it's a personal choice. Better not teach that. Don't teach in the college classroom It's a personal choice. And whatever you feel in your heart is okay. Church, it's law. And that's very different than man-made rules. No liberal judge better mess with the law of gravity and say that's an outdated law. Giving people the idea, now listen to me, giving people the idea that now there is no longer a law of gravity... And so I don't have to suffer the consequences of breaking that law. You got to understand when we start this culture conference, we're going to be looking two different things here, rule and law. And you got to understand the difference in those two words or you will sit back there and you'll say, well, I mean, that's Dwayne's opinion, but my personal opinion is, well, the way I see it, you need to understand there's a real difference between rule and law. And you got to know that difference. want to welcome you. want to welcome you to Christian Ministries Church Culture Conference. That's a long introduction. I'm not done with it yet. I'm still in it. we got to lay some groundwork before we dive into this. Because it's not the heathens. It's the Christians now. That Well, I, well Tim, now really? Well, Tim, I'm not sure. Now, come on. Everybody can't be wrong. Well, Tim, see, so i got to set some ground rules here before we even start this culture conference. Or we'll have people tuning the speakers off going, I don't know if how. Well, they're just a little outdated. <laughs> That's the subject later. The four speakers that are going to be in this conference... And I want to make sure you understand this. We won't be talking rules. We're not going to be talking man-made ideas. We're not. Well, that's Dwayne's personal view. Terry and I just, we're reconnecting with him. We've been good friends with him for 34 years. I've never heard him give his opinion. He teaches law. Teaches the word. And we're not up here. Well, you know, that... Uh, Dwayne, that's the first time I've heard him, but a little too black and white for me. You know, a little too outdated for me. He's just not with the times. You got to understand, we're not going to be talking about rules that need to be updated because now we have seven-foot basketball players. We're talking about law. Whether you agree or disagree, don't jump out of the tree. For us to live life... You're going to have to know there are laws that man didn't make and man cannot decide to change irregardless of popular opinion. Regardless of how you feel in your heart or what you believe in your heart is now okay, people need to do whatever is right in their own eyes. 
That's been tried before. I may just throw that out to you. In the next very few short years, and we're already seeing it, there's going to be a lot of body parts at the bottom of skyscrapers where those that identified as a bird jumped off the 50th floor. And it's where we are. It's where we are. There has to be someone on the ground yelling, I don't care what you woke up this morning and identified as. I don't care. I'm screaming. I don't care that you identify as a bird. You're a human being. You're made in God's image. You're made by God for a purpose under his will. You're not a bird. And don't jump. Don't jump. I don't care about your college professor. I don't care about your neighbors. I don't care what's popular opinion. I don't care what everybody in the world is. Don't jump. You're not a bird. Somebody's got to yell. Somebody's got to scream. Or we're going to have body parts all over the sidewalk for these people that are identifying something that that's not what God created. Don't jump off of this ship. You're not a swordfish. You won't breathe underwater. Don't jump. I don't care that you identify as a swordfish. It won't work. It Where we are right now will not work. And I'm screaming on the deck of the ship. Don't jump off because you identify as a swordfish. We refer to congressmen and congresswomen as lawmakers. They're not. They're rule makers. And the misunderstanding is very injurious. It's very injurious. Here's exactly what Noah Webster was talking about. We had a law for all my life, for years in Hot Springs, on the books. We had a law. You can't drive a car down Central Avenue, down there where those bathhouses are. There was a law. You can't drive down there because it scared the horses. Caused havoc in the streets. Well, just here 10, 15 years ago, come on, we need to update that law. It's, it's time to update that law. The misunderstanding in law and rule is very injurious. That was a rule. And you have every right in the world to update that. You can't change law. You can't change law. To survive, we got to understand rules can change with the culture. But we got to understand there are laws that don't. I want to welcome you to the Culture Conference of Christian Ministries Church. That's what this conference is all about. All four of us are at the bottom of the skyscraper yelling. We're emotional. We're going to be emotional because we are yelling at the top of our lungs. Don't. It won't work. It won't work. You're not a bird. Don't jump. Don't jump. These are laws. And it doesn't matter if the referee sees you, if the police sees you. It doesn't matter that it's now legal. Well, tell me it's legal now. Well, tell me it's legal in all 50 states now. Well, none of that matters because there are consequences for breaking a law even if you're not caught. And you're going to suffer the due penalty in your own body for the consequences. Noah Webster warned us about this. When the highway widens, 
We can change the rule from 45 to 65 miles an hour. You can't mess with God's laws. The Supreme Court does not change the law of gravity, nor does it change God's laws. God's law on gender, there are two. He created he, them, male, and female, and the Supreme Court doesn't mess with that law because in doing, though, the, 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 the consequences of that will be very injurious. That he, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. That's a law. That's marital law. Parental rights, personal responsibility. Deuteronomy talks a lot about personal responsibility, the law of faith. See, our our focus is not this world being godly. Our focus has got to be me being godly. My family and my marriage and the church I go to, we've got to be biblically based, and here's where we have to be. Noah Webster in the dictionary defines law. A sequence of natural events occurring with unvarying uniformity. The Mosaic Code or the part of the Bible containing it. God gave us laws, not rules. And we got to understand that. And it's tragic that college professors are leading our young people to break laws with them thinking that they will escape the consequences of that. Courts, judges... Popular opinion now all saying that you define law for yourself. Moses didn't invent marriage. Moses described God's plan that was already there. Jump off that tall building. Vote it out. A liberal court declares it's unconstitutional. Determine it's everybody's individual choice. You're still going to splatter. You're still going to splatter. The consequences are unavoidable. Romans 1, a man, instead of having normal sexual relationships with women, burned with lust for each other. Men did shameful things with other men and women doing shameful things with women. As a result, as a result, they suffer within themselves the due penalty. That doesn't have anything to do with the Supreme Court or the... Or the, or the governor or the city council, they suffer within themselves. And us four speakers, these next three days, are going to be standing at the bottom of the skyscraper screaming, don't do it. Don't go there. Listen, I apologize. We got here. I didn't have time. Guys, come. If y'all could come help me uh, over here. I meant to have this done. Come on, y'all. Let's go. Let's get this done quick. Um, I wanted to get this house built. Uh, because it's important that you, well, hurry up. I'm a little late here. I'm running out of time. Now, we're going to build a house, but just real quick, I I don't know if y'all saw the news today, but the Supreme Court just voted outdated. Outdated, old-fashioned, you have every right to build a house as you feel in your heart. You don't need to use this. Too limited. (laughs) See, seven feet, eight feet. I mean, 10 feet is just 10 feet. No, we're not doing that. See, in your own heart, you just put it up like you want to. Very outdated, way too black and white. It's just too confining. It, we're, come on. This is a modern society. Y'all just build this house like you want to. It, it doesn't matter where you cut the boards and... I don't know if y'all heard today, but the governor, uh, he just ruled too confining, outdated. 
this is a square. And y'all are a bunch of squares because we're not going to use these. <laughs> See, but we're not using that. that. That's archaic. We're in a new day and time. And we don't want to continue. Come on. Everybody needs to be free. See, we want you to be free. We don't want to limit you to 90 degrees and square. That's just, just come on. We're not going to, no, we're not going to use this at all. No, we're not ever going to use this. And see, this right here, just do what you feel like. I mean, y'all, don't worry about the fact that this leg is, that's, all right, well, just however long, y'all, because see, this is confining. And, and look here. See that bubble? You're in, up, you're out. No, we can't tell people they're out. You can't tell somebody they're wrong. You, you can't do that to people. Okay, could I stop here just a minute? Uh, Stephen and I were teaching a conference in Texas several months ago. Like I always do, I was wowing the crowd and had a <laughs> phenomenal message. And I had an illustration with a ladder. And it was phenomenal. I taught with this ladder. People were just wowed by what I taught. Stephen followed me. I had an eight-foot ladder. I don't know where he came up with it. But he has a 12-foot ladder on the stage, and he walked out, and he said, this ladder has nothing to do with my message. I just wanted it bigger than Tim's. <laughs> and so he just talked with his big 12-foot ladder and said, I just wanted an illustration bigger than his. So don't try to do what I'm doing when you speak tomorrow. All right, we got, we got to get back to work here. Y'all move along. If some of you are not builders, you may not know, Amos, the book of Amos talks about this. Anybody know what that is? It's plumb line. It's a plumb line. And it shows whether you like it or not. Or I'm, it's sad what you went through as a child. And I hate what you went through, but you're out of plumb. See, I, I mean, it's unfortunate you got a sad story. But see, this plumb line measures... Plum, we're over here building a life, a house, a community, a nation. Now we got pastors trying to build a church, and we've removed the plumb line. We're removing the plumb line. Well, without that, I have no, I can measure from here to here. I can measure here. I measure up here. I can measure there. And I can tell whether that building is plumb or whether it's not. Because there are some absolutes in life that supersede whatever mood the Supreme Court is in. Well, we're going to pack the court. We'll put a million people on the Supreme Court. One foot is one foot. Three feet is three feet. And I, I don't, I, it's unfortunate that you were raised and your mom and dad mistreated you. It, I'm so happy you had a great mom and dad. Three feet, still three feet. And, and to build anything, you... We didn't practice long enough. All right. Let, we got it standing, but there is no foundation. There's no foundation to hook it to. That much wind, that much problems come into your life. Have any of you ever had a storm hit your boat? Any of you ever had a storm hit your boat? That thing can't stand. Why? 
because it's not plumb. It's not level. Give our guys a big round of applause. What record time. And I just want y'all to know there's some professional builders in the crowd. They make their living building. It won't work. It won't work. Everybody does what's right in their own eyes. Well, I didn't think seven feet. All the studs have to be exactly the same. Your top plates, your bottom plates have to be exactly the same. And how do you get that? You have a plumb line that you keep going back and referring to. If you've ever been on a construction site, they'll have a little house trailer out there. And it's on a regular basis. You guys go out there. What are they doing in that trailer? What do they go in there and look at? The blueprints. Am I in? Am I out? This is good. Now, for those of you who are with me, you're going, he's shucking to the cob right now, baby. He's preaching this. For those of you who know you, it's just over your head. Go get some pizza here in a couple hours. Uh, But here's the deal. It won't work. It won't work. Okay. Let's build a second story. Let's build a third floor. See, we're building our lives. You're building your life. You're building your family. You're building your children. We're building a community. And everybody doing what's right in their own eyes with no foundation that won't move. It won't work. It won't work. It won't work. I'm not being critical of Nathan. I'm not running him down. You're out. You're, just, you're out. Well, who died and left you king? Tim, who gives you the right to tell me my lifestyle is wrong? I'm just reading this right here. I felt in my heart this was the length I wanted to cut this board. Who told you that I can't cut it that long? I'm just, I'm just telling you, you're out. You're out. I'm not critical. I'm not judgmental. I'm not finding fault. I'm not belittling you. You're out. You're out. And, and you're my best friend. I love being with you. But you're out. You're out. You're out. I'm not putting myself up as superior over you. I'm not here telling you I'm right, you're wrong, you need to march according to my instructions. For It won't work. Storm's going to blow it over. You're out. How did I say you're out? Because I have a plumb line. I have a plumb line. I want to welcome y'all to our culture conference because we're building a life. We're building a community. Our communities are building a nation. And to, to be backed up, to be shamed by somebody telling me I have no right to tell them what's wrong for them, I'm not the one doing it. I'm just looking at the plumb line, and you're out, and that building won't stand. The culture today cannot hold up. It can't hold up. We've got to understand there are some standards of right. And wrong. I want to welcome you to this year's culture conference because we're talking about some standards of right 
and wrong. Well, Tim, the whole world can't be wrong. They have many times. I've read it. I've read 6,000 years of history, and, and the whole world's been wrong many, many, many times. History shows, well, Tim, everybody's wrong but you. I'm not the one saying I'm right. I'm just telling you we got a plumb line here. 2 Timothy 3, all Scripture is inspired by God. It's useful to teach us what is true, to make us realize what is wrong in our lives, and it corrects us when we're wrong, and it teaches us what to do that's right. That's what Scripture does in our life. And we all submit to 12 inches, plumb, level, square, and we can have a strong building that withstand storms. Storms come to all of us. They come in life. As you're building your life, as you're building your family's culture, all that's going on right now in culture, without a doubt, won't stand. But there are some things that you've got to understand that I have to build my life on. And I, I want to say right here, and let, let's just address this. Don't act like it's not true. Let's address it. Sitting right here, you have family members that are criticizing you. Right now. They think you've lost your mind for being in this meeting. For raising your family like this. You've got loved ones that think you've gone cuckoo. The whole world is accepting this except mom and dad. You've got loved ones You've got parents, you've got kids, you've got loved one relatives that you care deeply about that think you are off your rocker for the stand that you're making. Here's what I want you to know. As you're a bigot, as you're archaic, as you refuse to accept where the world is, I want you to always remember in your mind that building that we just put up, and you can say to yourself, it won't work. As you're backed in the corner, and you're at Thanksgiving, you're at Christmas, you're at family gatherings, and you're the only one in your family, the only one in your family that is still holding on to level, plumb, one foot, two foot. You're the only one that's still holding on to that ruler. You remember that building from now on. If you're the only one in the room, and if all of y'all think I'm outdated, that won't stand when the wind blows. It won't stand. I don't care. See, I'm not moved by me being the only one because I understand it won't work. Well, Tim, everybody's accepting it. This is the way the world is going. Tim, you're the only one that still thinks. Yep. I do. Yep, I do. And I know good and well that you'll forget this sermon before you get halfway home tonight. But you won't forget this beautiful building. That was built with no rights, no wrongs, no absolutes. That was built by everybody just kind of picking up a board. Oh, let's put it here. Oh, well, this feels good. Let's put it here. It won't work. And if you're the only one in your family... You need to look at that building and know it won't work. See, the church bought into this separation deal. And it silenced the church's voice in daily life. God has laws for us to live by. There is a level. There is a plumb. There is a right. There is a wrong. 
It's not suggestions. Here's the way life works. And this conference is going to leave here Sunday afternoon, and it's going to be carried to Hurley, Clever, Crane, Galena, Maryville, Aurora, Republic, Nixa, Billings, Ozark, Highlandville, Spokane, Willard, Springfield, through you. Through you. When God delivered the people from slavery, as he has all of us, we were enslaved, we were enslaved. And God delivered the people out of slavery. He didn't give them some rules. He gave them some laws. Here's the way to build a life and to build a society that will stand the winds and the rain and the torrents. I'm creating my own culture. I'm creating my own culture. I associate, I entertain, I recreate, I fellowship, I work, I build. I'm creating my own culture with people who are identifying with the laws of God. This culture conference for the next three days may be the most important thing you've ever done. May be the most impactful thing that's ever happened to you. Because we're going to create a culture for us that our kids, our grandkids, and our church, that God can bless. Thank you for being part of our podcast today. You'll find more online messages from Christian Ministries Church, as well as location information on our website at cmchurch.net. There's a place for you at Christian Ministries Church, where it's more than a church, it's family.